what the fuck's up? Once again, we're here for another episode of PG Spoilers. But, if you couldn't tell, this is going to be another solo one with me. Yay. But, I think the one I chose this week, well, like we always say, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one this this time. I, I wouldn't tell you if it was bad, but... Man, this I think this one is going to be fun to talk about. But today, we're going to be talking about the movie Bright with Will Smith. And that's all I know. <laughs> I don't know anybody else in that movie. And uh, I don't care. But before we start getting into it, I'm going to give y'all a little rundown. Like we always do about... uh. What I've been doing and all that good stuff. I don't know about you guys, man, but uh, I hope y'all's balls have been doing all right because uh, I've been having a little bit of trouble with mine. You know, getting older, you know, you either pull pull a little something or just some shit happens with your balls. Next thing you know, you're getting warm lube. And having an ultrasound on your nuts. And having a pretty conversa- <laughs> casual conversation with the chick who's doing it. You know, I, I can definitely say that was the first time I've ever had a casual conversation being asked what I do while having my balls scanned with warm lube. And, you know, it is what it is, you know. Found found a couple of little tiny little cysts. Nothing too major. Oh, I touched the mic. I don't know why I did that. But, uh, yeah, you know, just a little reminder, guys, you know, take care of your balls and, uh, get them checked every now and then. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so that happened. And, uh, while I was, that, that put me out of work because I, I can't, I can't be doing too much heavy lifting doing that. Uh, cause it wouldn't have felt too good because that's what got it hurting in the first place. Anyways, I read, uh, I finished that David Goggins book, Can't Hurt Me. Whew, man, if you guys need any um, inspiration, if you if you want to hear another story of somebody who had to start with a terrible hand of cards, like almost from birth, uh, and dug in so deep, and came out and became what he is now. This dude's, you know, besides a motivational speaker, he made it through three hell weeks in one year. Uh, I think his, if I remember right, I think his first one, he almost made it through, but he had double pneumonia, so he had to start over, medical leave. The second one, I, 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 I can't remember, he had to go... Oh, it was his knee. Yeah, another medical injury. And then uh, he made it through his first third one. And this dude has raced like at least, you know, I think about 60 ultra marathons and triathlons. And he's broke the pull-up record, uh, 4,030 pull-ups in, I think, 19 hours. He broke that record. 
I mean, the dude's life was just hell. Night, there ain't even words between uh, either hell or nightmare. I mean, that's what it said on the back of it. His childhood was a nightmare, and it was. It, it was. It was. Ter- it was pretty terrible. Uh, but one quote that I've heard from another person that I listened to uh, another uh, podcast named the uh, Aubrey Marcus podcast. Uh, one of the things that he said before was it takes pressure to create a diamond. And if that dude isn't an example of that, among many other people who've had less fortunate lives and have became something great out of it, I mean, man, I don't know what is. It's a it's a really good story. Uh, that's the first book I've read in, yeah, I don't know how long. The first actual book that I've read. Uh, about 360-something pages. And, uh, yeah. If you guys ain't my age, read a book. You remember those are, right? The things with, you know, made out of paper. You, you know, fold through it and shit. You know, it ain't like swiping. You know, people probably swipe pages and shit on your Kindle and all that. I don't know if it really feels the same. Because I actually had a book on that I accidentally bought the the I don't I get the Kindle version on my phone or whatever not the audio book and uh I tried reading it like it, it doesn't feel quite the same now that I just actually got done reading a real book and then I was trying to read one on my phone and just looking at the screen I just like it didn't feel the same and I'm trying to keep my damn screen time down shit my average is an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes and I know that's pretty low compared to so, so, so many. And what else? Uh, Resident Evil 4. I beat that twice on my uh, few days off. Uh, I think I, I think we're probably going to do a podcast about that in the future. But uh, I think I got it through, I think I did like 22 hours the first time, and then once I went ran through it again, I think I'd be in like nine hours. I th- maybe nine hours? Maybe. It don't matter. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the remake of Resident Evil 4, you know, that's always fun. Res- can't go wrong with Resident Evil most of the time. Uh, that's about all I played. Then I read the book. Uh, got my nuts hurt. They're kind of fixed now, I guess. Or they're fixing themselves, hopefully. Uh, I just went on a hike, and, uh, yeah, I'm about to, I guess I, 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 I was going to try to record this while I was going hiking, but, uh, trying to hold, trying to do it with my phone, like, just trying to hold it and walk, it, 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 it wouldn't sound good, it's too much of the bumping around noises, but, uh, so I do have, like, a little small clip of when I did stop, and just had a few little moments just talking about whatever I was doing there at the moment on my hike today. Uh, that was the first one I've been able to do, like, for what it seems like a while. Because uh, my nuts been hurting. So I hadn't been doing too much walking or lifting or working out or nothing. I don't want to hurt them bad boys, man. But, uh, so yeah, it was a good little hike. Went around the watery swamp 
and uh, I guess I'll just go ahead and just play this little clip, and it's not very long, and then after that, then I guess we'll be getting into the motherfucking movie of the episode. Bright. Well, this is what I've been doing today. Sitting here at Watery River on the bridge right now. Just taking in the view. About to go walking a little bit deeper into these swamps. Haven't gone this far yet. And uh, it's just a boardwalk now. For probably like another mile or something like that or more. It's just pretty straight. But it's all elevated. And you'll be able to see the good uh, view from the swamp from up here. But I came a little bit more prepared. Had my damn snake gators on me today. But I haven't seen no snakes yet. Uh, last time I came here, uh, I saw I was only out here for like an hour and a half. I came across four of them. Uh, three black snakes and uh, the other one. I don't know. I want to say that, that one doesn't look too... Um, it might have been water moccasin. That one didn't look too nice. But I got them things on today and haven't seen anything. Uh, just a rabbit. And uh, going along these railroad tracks that I got to go uh, down. Uh, yeah, there's a tree blocking the way. I didn't make it around that. but nothing too hard. And now I said I'm about a mile and a half in. And just kind of taking a little break right now because at this bridge, uh, it's really old. Because there's names and initials written all over the walls. And so far, the oldest one that I have seen is 66. So this bridge has been here for quite some time. And I think the most recent year that I've seen is 2016. But uh, it's pretty cool in a way, or at least to me. It's kind of cool to see this is kind of like a... Uh, time capsule of sorts but yeah so this is the bridge i'm at the bridge of uh watery river and uh yeah it's got all these names and initials on it and like i said it's, you can tell it's old because they're redoing it there's a fresher bat a patch of floor uh wood at, at on one side and then it, this looks to be like a pretty brand new boardwalk going all the way through the swamp fairly new or redone so it's pretty nice so i gotta use my trekking pole and uh shoot i'm gonna go walk in here for a little bit more and then uh turn around before it gets a little too dark but uh shoot this is what i'm doing right now i'm just kind of enjoying walking around through the watery swamp and it's also the uh, watery passage of the palmetto trail uh, that runs through South Carolina. But, uh, yeah, shit. Guess I'm about to do a little bit more walking, then turn around and see what happens later on this, uh, on the podcast about Bright. Whew, man, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to talk about that. But, it's your boy Hex. Nah, that sounded stupid. Uh, all right, later. And now. For the moment y'all been waiting for. We're about to talk about Bright. With Will Smith. I don't know why I almost want to say Will Ferrell. 
because fuck Will Ferrell. I don't like him too much. You know, you like who you like. I used to like him, and then when I realized that it was him in Night at the Roxbury, it just ruined it for me. But anyways, uh, Will Smith, the cooler guy. All right, so this movie is about Will Smith and his police partner, which is an orc. This movie, I like this right off the top because I like, at least to me from what I've seen, this is pretty different. At least some originality merging in elves, orcs, and fairies, and dragons. All in modern time Los Angeles. And it's, I, I, I really like how they did this. So... Los Angeles is always just as fucked up as it always is, but go figure with us being humans, you know, we already got racism as a problem. But yeah, imagine if we do end up having another coming in contact with another species, it's going to be speciesist or speciesism. Species, right? Spe- you know what I mean. But yeah, so watching it again, I noticed all, like all the graffiti that was on the walls in the beginning of it while the uh, intro music's playing. And um, it's like, the the one that made me pause it at first was, the there was a, a, a big mural that's shown like a really uh, elf, like a really big elf uh, holding up a, a, like a human in its hand, kind of. And then that human is stepping or uh, stomping on an orc. And then it, it has... They hold you up to keep us down, written by it. I was like, damn, it's kind of deep right there. But, uh, so yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't notice that the first few times that I've seen the movie. And I've seen this movie a few times. Uh, not by choice. I mean, I liked the movie, but, um, I saw it like an extra five times with somebody, and I didn't realize we were going to be watching it that many times. So... There's still a lot of stuff that I never uh, realized that I missed, but so it's uh yeah about elves. So elves run shit. They're rich. They're the ones riding around in all the nice shit, and the nice clothes, and fashion, and all that, and nice city, and they're running things. Humans, uh, yeah, not so much. I guess it just depends on who you are. But it seems like the orcs are getting the worst end of being. Of how they're being treated, and uh, it it looks interesting, man. Because it's it's these orcs, they're like greenish. They're like a unique bluish kind of green color, but they're spotted and then speckled. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. I was about to say Darth Maul, or that's what his name is. I'm not a Star Wars fan, so but kind of like that dude, I think. Just little spots or whatever, but of course each each orc has its own particular uh, patterns and stuff on their face and their smell. And then they got their pointy ears and they got like their kind of a, not really like a slit nose, but kind of a smat, like a, their nose just looks different. Their nostrils kind of are like slit differently than ours. So it starts off with Will Smith and um, his name's Daryl Ward. And uh, his partner is uh, Jacoby, uh, the orc. I don't remember if they ever said his first name. 
but it's Jacoby. And um, so it starts off with uh, Ward, you know, Will Smith, um, you know, just sitting on the side of his car. And it looks like uh, Jacoby's getting like some burritos or whatever. You know, just sitting there, a lot of people going in and out and whatever. And I, I, you never end up finding out. But for whatever reason, some orc just comes out of one of the stores and just pulls out a shotgun and shoots Will. And it just goes, it flashes to the next scene. And he wakes up from it, and, you know, it does, I don't remember if it said how much time passed, but obviously some time had to have passed that he had to have healed, and it's his first day back at work. And, uh, and he gets up, and he talks with his wife, uh, who's a nurse, and old boy Rogan's on this, uh, movie. He made a little, uh... I don't know. Was that a cameo? A little little appearance on that because while he's him, Will Smith talks to his wife. She's watching Rogan's podcast. But see, if I ever got to meet Joe Rogan, and if I could ever like ask a question that's not a typical question, I would. I one of the questions I'd ask him is like how, uh, you know, because he. I don't think he's ever said anything about that part, even though it's a very small. I mean, it's only a few seconds, but, uh, you know, just to ask him about it. I just thought it was cool how they incorporated Joe Rogan in this, and they got an orc talking to Joe about Jacoby, uh, 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 Ward's partner, because he's the, I think he's the first orc in the police force, and he, Jacoby has his, uh, he is what is called, he is not blooded. So he is not accepted by his own kind, and his teeth are, all the orcs, they have uh, big teeth, big bottom teeth, big bottom fangs that stick out. But Jacoby doesn't. His are filed down. And he's not blooded. So he's just, yeah, uh, not treated well at all. Not accepted. And, of course, humans don't really uh, like the fact that he's a cop. And one of his partners already almost got killed. So there's all kind of tension in there. Uh you know the his the all the whole rest of the police force wants Ward to somehow, you know, get rid of him, and uh, but you know they're kind of touchy subject uh spot at the moment because they're being watched, you know, the whole cop policies or whatever politics or whatever, but uh, so it keeps going. Uh, you know, he's go uh he's back on his uh, first day at work, and oh, let me backtrack. Before he leaves, Jacoby picks him up, and he didn't know that he was going to be doing that. And he was, and Will Smith has a daughter in this, and she's like packing up her stuff to go to her mom's house or ever go to her aunt's or grandma's house. And so they uh, they drop her off before he goes back to work, uh, and his daughter gets upset as he's about to leave. And, you know, he asked her, like, you know, what's wrong? And she says that, uh, she says, I don't want you to die. Uh, Mom says, uh, Jacoby's going to get you killed. And he just starts stuttering because he don't, he doesn't really know what to say to her. And I I forgot, he did, he did respond by saying something. But then what kind of got to me after watching this again, she just says, why do you have to be a policeman? Everybody hates police. And then she closes the door on her dad. And I was like, whoa. 
Can you imagine how could you make that make sense to your like eight year old daughter? Like I never thought about that. I never considered the perspective of your own child having to ask you or, or their parent like that particular question. Even that still somewhat applies. Not everybody hates cops. You know, we already know that t- subject or whatever. Good people, bad people all mixed in with all that shit. So I don't know I can get started on that rabbit hole. But, you know, cops kind of don't have the best reputation e- uh, reputation at the moment either. Or it's always been. But uh, so that kind of fucked him up. So, yeah, his, imagine your daughter asking you that and then turning your, turning her back on you and closing the door on your face. Yeah, that, that would kind of sting a little bit. So anyways, uh, going back, uh, going forward, not back, forward. Um, so once Ward and, uh, Jacoby start going back to work, you know, they're riding around and I thought it's pretty fucked up. I mean, you know, Ward pretty much tests him. So, you know, they're driving and then you see the typical Rodney King looking scene of, an orc getting the shit beat out of him by two cops. And then they got that minotaur cop just like sitting there watching, like trying to keep people back. And, uh, you know, he tells him to stop and he's just looking at it. He's like, I need to know if you're a cop or an orc first, you know? And I was like, damn, it's such a dark way to, to test people. And I mean, I know it's a movie, but man, this shit, this shit it's about L. That's an LA uh, police. That shit's probably, uh, accurate to a degree, you know, we know there's corruption everywhere, but, so that happens, and, uh, then they're just on patrol, and, um, Internal Affairs wants Ward to try to get Jacoby to confess that he'd law that he let the orc who shot Ward go, he got away, so that's still a little unsolved at the moment, uh, what happened with him. And, uh, so they wanted, they, they gave, gave, uh, Ward a tape recorder because they want to try to get him to get, uh, Jacoby to, to confess so they can get the orc out of the police force and get all that taken care of and whatever. Uh, so throughout the night they respond to a call and once they get there, uh, somebody starts shooting at them and then they get in their first shootout and it's, uh, it's kind of interesting seeing like the, I guess like the mannerisms of of Jacoby because he's an orc, and he's like the, uh, he's like oh this is a shootout like this, I dislike this very much or like he's like this, you know this isn't fun or whatever. It's like you're stating some pretty obvious shit, <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's you're an orc. Maybe you just got a certain particular way of looking at things. But they get in this shootout and they kill whoever's shooting up at them then they rush the room they uh they rush the building because um two people are a cavalry i didn't know that will smith you know it's his first day back on the job and you know he has daughter say all this and that and you know instead of waiting for backup and they just got shot at and they're just gonna bust into this house and jacoby's like aren't we gonna wait for the cavalry we are the cavalry like oh oh that was a good line there man <laughs> i didn't really that <laughs> sounded stupid but they go through this house they find a bunch of dead, they find dead people and they're finding people who are like dead in a weird way, like burnt in a weird way. And then they come across this elf 
chick that's been like, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like she's been, it looks like she's been put inside of the of a wall, but kind of like, uh, damn it, how do I explain? It? Almost kind of like the movie Aliens, how she's just kind of like attached, attached to some bit. To, it's, man, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, they just find this half this chick like half of her body is like in a wall, and it's almost it's just weird to explain. You gotta watch the movie I, that part. That I really don't even know how to explain that. But it's it's weird looking, and it's obviously magic. And he calls it in because, uh, I mean, well, yeah, he had to call it in anyways. Uh, but I guess it's it's especially like a, a high profile or uh important um call because magic is involved so he's like we need a supervisor and this and that here and whatever then they uh hear something and then they go chasing after tika they come across tika because she's trying to get away from him they chase after her and that's when they discover that she has a wand a magic wand she's an elf that has a wand and She's a bright, uh, a bright. The movie is called Bright, and what a bright is is some someone who can hold a magic wand. That's how you know you're a bright, because if you don't, if you can grab it with your bare hand and not explode, then you're a bright. And there's not too many human brights out there, like at all. Most of them are elves, and that is the reason why elves run shit. And, uh, so they find out that she has a wand because it kind of goes off and it blows up a car. And this neighborhood that they're in is, unfortunately, not in a good one. So some, uh, some old gang members see that shit going off, so they let, they, you know, they're like, you know, they, they go back to let their people know what well, something's going on. And so the next scene is they're showing Ward talking to his fellow officers that have arrived for the call and the supervisor, and you see that they're all looking at the, the wand. You can see the, this, like, bluish-white glow like just radiating off of all their faces and Ward is sitting there telling them like, you know, th- you know, we sp- responded to a this and this is what happened. And, you know, you know, you know, saying this and this. And then he starts looking at him. He's like, Hey, Hey, what, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? Is y'all new? What are y'all doing? What are y'all, what, y'all ain't paying attention. And they're just too mesmerized by this magic wand. And then this is when the corruption goes, starts, Pretty much, they are going to kill both of them and take that wand. And uh, of course, well, uh, uh, Ward isn't really uh, down for it, but he, in a way, doesn't have much of a choice. And they want him to kill Jacoby. So Jacoby's outside talking to Tika, and he said he learned a little bit of a uh, Elvish, and. So, uh, he, he, he goes, uh, Jacoby's talking to Tika. Will Smith comes back out there and 
he finally asked him, he's like, did you, you let that shooter go, didn't you? And he's like, damn, dude, now? You want to talk about this now? And he's just like, he just got to get, he's got to get the truth out. You know, he got to know. So Jacoby tells him the truth of what happens. He said that he lost the person in the crowd, that the person that shot him, he lost him. And in the alley, uh, and in, in where he, the alley where he ended up, where he was thinking where he was chasing the dude, he came across another orc, but it was just a young kid uh, uh, spray painting the walls, you know, tagging, doing graffiti on the walls. And he says that he already knew that a bunch of thir- bloodthirsty cops looking for an orc that just shot their own is going to be out looking for anybody. So he told he helped the kid escape because they knew they would have just you know found him and they would have just done it to him even that kid had nothing to do with it so he pushed he threw the helped the kid get up like the little ladder escape and uh and you know and uh, jacoby said that the dude tackled him and disabled him and got away so he tells him the truth you know so he tells him that it, you know the guy he lost the guy and it was just a kid you know that he helped out and then all the other cops come out uh, behind Ward and Jacoby and, and uh, I forget the dude's name, the one with the mustache. Uh, but he's like, Ward, it's time. He's like, time for what? And uh, little did he know, he's talking about it was time for you about to kill him. But then Will Smith, this badass dude, says, are they all out there? He's and, and to Jacoby, he's like, yeah, it's like from your left to right. Who's, you know, tell me who, who it is. Then he says it. And then the slow motion happens, and man, Will Smith fucks these dudes up. It was nice. It, it was it's kind of disturbing for it to be in such slow motion and seeing how much they're getting lit up. But at the same time, it's like it's kind of you know, you know, you know, justice, you know, in a way, in some weird, dark, twisted way. You know, they're gonna do some 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 bad stuff. But, uh, uh, so yeah, Will Smith, like, just destroys them. And, uh, then things get interrupted because the, uh, gang members start coming out. And, uh, the head guy is in a wheelchair. And his name's Poison. And, um, I think it's, uh, I think they're called uh, Bar- Barrio. Uh, Barrio. I forgot the name. Uh, I think, yeah, but either way, it's a Spanish name, uh, El Barrio. I think that's uh, what that name of the gang was. But um, he's pretty much saying, you know, hey, man, that's a lot of blood there. Are those cops okay? And, you know, he's like, you know, mind your business, poison. You know, we ain't have no, you know, we never had no problems. He's like, well, you know, everybody around here thinks that there's a wand here. And if there's a wand in my neighborhood, then this is mine, you know. And uh, so you know, Will Smith talks his shit, and he's like, ah, "Let's just ghetto fairy stare, uh, ghetto fairy tales, and this and that." And um, then they end up getting in the car because he knows they're he knows that they're lying, and uh, so they get in the car, and then they have a shootout, and they're getting chased, you know, car chase and all that. They get away, and. Oh, man, one of the, I thought I don't know why I think this part was so cool. So they get away. Oop. So they get away from the gang, and they're driving, 
and Tika starts freaking out. And there she's speaking Elvish, so they're not understanding what she's saying. And then all this, she, she uh, she's freaking out, and then the uh, the wand just pops up in the air and starts floating around in the air, and it's like moving in this weird way. And Tika just keeps screaming and screaming, and then the car that they're in just comes to a halt, and it goes into slow motion. It's like they just hit an invisible wall, and it's in slow motion. You know, airbags going off, and then, you know, unfortunately for Tika, she's in the back of a police car, and she just, like, slams, gets slammed in the face. And, uh, you know, they make it out of that, and then um, come to find out that uh, Jacoby said that it's a binding spell uh, that's on the wand, that it's where it can't, it can't be but so far from its owner. And its owner is Layla. And Layla is, you know, not not a chick really to be fucked with. She don't care. She seems to have a thing about slitting throats. Because they show her after that. And they show her, uh, Layla and her two uh, comrades or her two buddies or whatever uh, going to the house where they first found the weird other elf that was stuck in the wall. And when she goes in there, I guess that chick still was still alive, and she was just saying it's pretty much the traitor, uh, Tika, took off with your wand. So that girl that got stuck in that wall or whatever, Layla sent her to kill Tika, but Tika got to her first and did whatever spell that she did to her and put her in whatever she put her in. It's hard to explain. And, uh... You know, she tells her the traitor got away with your wand, and she doesn't like that too much, so she don't wait too much longer. She just slits her throat and, you know, lets her bleed out. And then she finds, uh, the, I don't remember his name, the dude with the mustache that Ward didn't like the most or whatever. He was still barely alive somehow after getting shot up like that. And then uh, well, Layla just decides to just... I guess he already got shot in the throat and she just like drams her fist into his throat and just, I guess just chokes him out through that or whatever. She just jams it. So yeah, she does that and then uh, goes across the street and I think kills another little family. It doesn't really leaves that kind of to, to your imagination on that one, but it seems like they probably killed that family. And, uh, so, you know, uh, Fast forward, and they're they're uh, you know still trying to get away, um, run from the gangs, and so yeah, they're running from them, and they end up going into a um, this uh, like metal show, this you know party going on and stuff with uh, you know orcs and humans and elves and all that. They're you know seeing people doing lines of coke and you know doing whatever and smoking crack and you know, doing whatever lines or whatever else there, and it's like a metal show and this and that, and then the old Spanish gang wants to go tear, uh, fuck everything up, comes in there shooting guns and all that junk and tearing the place down, trying to look for them for that wand. And uh, so they ruin that party, and uh, but they get away, and th- I think yeah, they, they get away because they drop, war, uh, Jacoby drops the wand on the ground, and one of those gang members decides to grab it, and it blows them up. 
and the other guys that were around him. And uh, I thought, uh, it seemed so nasty. He's like, where, where do when they blew up, like Jacoby's like, where do where do the others go? And then Will Smith says, I think we're breathing them. It's like, ah, oh, that'd be disgusting if they just got like powderized. If you're breathing in like powderized human, ugh. But uh. So they're uh yeah they got away that that way and somehow they they end up also getting into a strip club. I guess trying to hide from there they just end up going through a strip club, and they follow them in there too and they shoot that place up. And they're kind of backed up into a corner. You know it's kind of that moment it almost seems like that there's nothing there's nowhere they can go. And I thought it was an interesting moment in that that scene because. You kind of, you know, that the little the dude poison. He's in a uh, wheelchair and all that. It was kind of interesting to see his little moment of vulnerability and desperation for that one, because it's the way that he said, like, uh, you know, that he wanted to be able to walk again and be able to make love to his girl. You know, and of course he's saying, but you know, we need, you know, I'll forgive you and this and shit. You know, that wasn't gonna happen, and. I mean, shoot, they wouldn't even know how to use the thing. But I thought that was interesting to just see that little moment of vulnerability uh, in, in in that dude, in his character. And he also had a colostomy, colostomy bag, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I could see how he'd want to get that changed, you know, if, if it was possible. Uh, And, you know, I think they call it the... If this is one of the one things I remember from high school, right... The scene in all movies to where it seems like there is nowhere they can go, like, how are they going to get out of this? And then when all of a sudden something happens in the very last second, that's called the deus ex machina. I don't know why, but that's what that is. And, you know, pretty much that's what happens. Uh, you know, they... Uh, Will Smith says, like, uh, he's all right, just fuck it. We're about to do it. We're about to titty bar gunfight die in here. And right when they're about to stand up and start shooting, then Olayla comes up. And her crew just wrecks everything. She's slitting throats left and right. And, yeah, she's really into slitting throats. Yeah, that's just her style. That, yeah, that's her style. Everybody else is shooting. Her other dude and girl's shooting. No, they're knifing people, too, but... uh. But she be tearing some people up, man. And, yeah, luckily, they get away again. And then they get to, like, another gas station where they're hiding, like, in a gas station uh, bathroom. And they're having, like, they're talking in there. And uh, there's, like, two things that stood out in that scene that I wrote down, like, I forgot what he was, what Jacoby was saying, but when he asked him, why the fuck would you die? Why the fuck would you want to die for a world that doesn't give a shit about you? I don't remember what he said after that part, but it's like, ooh, that's a pretty big, um, pretty, pretty, you know, that's a good question right there, man. Um, and then when he said, when he asked Jacoby, why didn't he tell him the truth about helping that kid? Uh, Jacoby says with humans that I wrote this down, like quoting it or whatever. He's like, with, with humans, you understand everything is so definite. Like you say something and all of a sudden it's law and you can't walk it back. It's like, Ooh, 
That's an interesting answer to that. And then a few scenes later, they uh, get caught by the orcs, and they beat the shit out of them, and then they bring them to their leader. And it's the dude that you didn't, well, if you didn't catch up on it, like when the, their party got uh, uh, stopped by uh, the 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 Spanish gang at that metal show, there was an orc that says says something about get the you know the police you know get them or whatever something. They show one dude that ended up being the main guy, the head guy, and so they get brought before him. And he tells them a little story about he's not how he wasn't from L.A. He was from Florida, and they had strong orc communities there, and you know people kind of got along a little bit better. And and once a month, he said that him and you know uh, orcs and humans and everybody else and elves and all that will all hang out and party, you know, have fun, you know. And he said, but only one rule: like no guns. And then he's like, and. Look who broke the rules. You know, and they said so he's pretty pissed off that they crashed his thing that he's had uh, going on since once, once he moved to L.A. You know, that was his little event because you did see a mixture of everybody there, uh, uh, people there. And uh, so he wasn't too happy that he messed that up. And so he's asking about the wand and Jacoby's not telling him. He said there is no one. And, uh, you know, they beat him up a little bit more. And then the head guy tells him, says that his son's going to earn his stripes today. And he tells his son to kill Jacoby. And the son goes up there, and he's, you know, looking down the scope like he's about to kill him. And he can't. And he tells his dad that he can't because he knows Jacoby because that kid is the kid that Jacoby let go. That was when he told Ward that that's the kid that he saved. That was the kid that that was just uh, doing graffiti on the walls. And if those cops would have just came across him, they would have, you know, who knows what they would have done. But uh, you would think that might have saved Jacoby's ass. But, nope, not with orcs, I guess. Uh, you know, he he told his son, you know, he just, you know, said his son, it's all right, you need to go home. You don't need to be here. Then his son leaves. And then he just still, he still shoots, uh, he still kills Jacoby. And he fought, like, they put him in front of this pit. It's like a pit. They open up the floor or something, so it, look like, it looks like a pit. So he shoots him and he falls down into that. And, uh... Then Tika, Tika gets mad, and she she pulls out her wand, and uh, everybody's shocked, and she, uh, you know, everybody's frozen, like you know, in awe, and she brings back Jacoby from, she brings him back to life, and for whatever reason, man, they they got the the goat looking guy with the horns and stuff. There's a weird. I don't know if it's like the shaman character or the voodoo guy or whatever. They got a weird character in the orc. The orc's got a weird dude who you can't even tell if this is an orc or not because it just looks like a person in a big hood and a mask with the deer antlers or whatever. It ain't the goat head this time or, or similar, but... 
It's always got to be the that animal thing or the deer antlers or some shit. It's saying that the prof- prophecies fulfilled, and Jacoby's like, well, you know, like what happened? Uh, was something just happened? I just I feel great, <laughs> and I don't know what words like uh uh nothing nothing don't worry about it, and that you know they just leave, like they just leave. Like, that dude, the the orcs, they're all in such awe, like, they're just frozen. And, you know, warding them, they just leave. <laughs> so they go, that's how they go back to, uh, that's when they go back to the house where it all started. Because after that, after Tika saved him, she started speaking English. Because she had to wait to trust him. And uh, she started getting all, like, black. Like, she started getting, like, these black marks all over her because she's getting weaker for whatever reason or something. And she just told them they need to go... She tell, tell, told them they need to go back to where uh, they found her and put her in this water, in this room. And they go back to the place and, uh, you know, they find this... It's like this weird room under the building. It's under this tree with this like really white looking water. I'm not they didn't really explain that too much. But uh <clears throat> yeah. Um he puts her in that water and of course uh Layla ends up coming up behind him and you know what's funny about these movies sometimes? Uh, now, Layla and her people, they seem like they're pretty highly trained. I, you know, unless, you know, Will Smith, you know, has been doing some jujitsu and some MMA classes and stuff, besides just whatever training you get at being a cop. It's always pretty funny how, like, basic ass people can somehow go toe to toe with trained killers. Like, all of a sudden, they got the ability, the agility and speed to be able to duck things and block things and this and that, take a few punches and give a few and this and that. Like, but it's a movie. But uh, yeah, when Layla comes, you know, he, you know, he gets in a little fight with Layla and stuff, and and Ward's fighting uh off the other uh, the other two. And that was the other thing too about Wars. And he's an orc. He's a lot stronger. He's way, you know, yeah, he's way stronger than a human. So that is his uh good thing for him. He kind of handled his own. But um, yeah, and they shoot Layla. You know, somebody holds her. You know, they shoot Layla, and they thought that they killed her. Then that's when Ward puts her in that water, and she regenerates and comes back. Uh, Layla does, and comes back behind them and hangs Jacoby. You know, from a, a, a you know, she wraps a cord around his neck and hangs him. You know, knocks him off a ledge or whatever, and gets him. To, he starts hanging, and then she's going for Will, and uh, somehow in the middle of the fight, the um, no, Jacoby falls. Like he finally like gets out of it, and he's not hanging anymore, and he lands by the shotgun, and Layla's about to do something to Ward with the wand, but he shoots her hand. He shoots the wand out of her hand, and he's out of ammo after that. And Will Smith just decides to go for it, and he said, you said we're in a prophecy, ain't it? Or aren't we? And then he just tries to, you know, Layla, I don't know why she warns him. Like, 
oh well she would have probably got blown up too but yeah uh she's like no you know it'll you know it's gonna kill you whatever and he's like yeah well so he grabs it and apparently he's a bright because he don't blow up and he's like i don't know what to do and then uh tika tells him um i think she said it's called the war word and I think it's called like uh, Veracross, Viacross, something like that. And he says it, and he just fucks up Layla, just disintegrates her. And that's that for her. But also Tika's gone. I don't know if she just, it never really like, you see her at the very end of it. So I guess she just can disappear and go somewhere else for a while or something. I don't know how that really worked out because because right after that he's like where did tika go and then ward's like she's fine she's fine she's gone I'm like, oh, but what do you mean how you know she's gone or, or i mean how she's, she's fine or whatever like they didn't really explain that part so that's pretty much how that ends though you know they get out of the building and um and because of what happened with uh jacoby not telling them about the wand when he they kept beating the shit out of him and being brought back to life and fulfilling a prophecy, he gets blooded. And that's, of course, a big moment for him. And uh, then the the last scene is them, uh, you know, being awarded for their, you know, their, their service and this and that. And then you see Tico walking around in the crowd in the back. And that's pretty much how that ends. So that's pretty much the story about bright you know that's pretty you know for the most part you know that's of course i still leave out a few little things can't talk about every little detail but since this is getting yeah this is about good timing now this is one thing i've been saving for the end on bright about this movie i like i, I mean i did like the movie. if i i would i'm a, I, I would i would give i would have given it a nine but i give it an eight and uh so i like how they merged the elves and all that and i forgot to say earlier there there is a scene i think there's at least two scenes or maybe that's just at least one but they show a dragon in the background they show like the city the a view of the city at night and you see a dragon flying around in the background off in the distance like man i want to know what's like how does that work like what is what does that thing do in la like just flying around you know do they talk do they got a job? Did he do something for us? Did you just fuck shit up? Are they a problem? You know, and there's uh uh fairies too. I didn't even bring up the damn fairies. The fairies are like little nuisance. They're just like pretty much just big uh well they're I mean the fairies in that show, they I mean they're probably like the size of a uh, a rabbit. I don't know, not that big. They're like, I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe like almost like a foot tall or something. And they just fly around. Uh, but, yeah, I like how they mixed all this together. But I, I wish that, that they could, I mean, that they, I guess they could leave this. They, they could make another one somehow. Because the Dark Lord didn't ever come back, and I just left out all that shit about the Dark Lord <laughs> on the movie. That's kind of a big part of the movie. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not no professional, but, uh, yeah, so, the thing about this movie, why I would give it an eight, 
Now, I got a dirty mouth, and yeah, you know, I cuss whatever, and you know, cussing doesn't bother me, but this movie in particular, I don't know what these writers were trying to do, but they broke the fuck meter. Like, I counted, since I've seen this movie a few times, that's when it made me realize it more, I'm like, dang dude, how many times have you said fuck? Like, you know, I don't care, but it, it 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 was just so much to where it did make me realize it's just damn, like, guys, like what, what were you, what were y'all trying to do? Like, it just seems like there was so many unnecessary fucks in there. It just makes me wish I could ask why, what was up with that writing? It just seems so different than anything else. I guess in that aspect, because I counted, drum roll, I'm gonna see if I can find a sample for that. 125 fucks in an hour and what, an hour and a half, hour and 40 minute movie? 125 fucks. There were fucks. There were motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, that's the only two fucks. Yeah, fucks. Fucker. Motherfucker. I don't know. There was some shits in there. I didn't even count the shits. Man, there were probably would have been at least... At least 20 shits. So, I don't know. Like, it, it was... It, I, th- I think when we did, I did, did quick math, I don't know, man. That's like eight fucks per minute. You know? That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. Not that, I, not that it really bothers me, but golly. All that I've ever heard of that many. Like, you mind if you said fuck for a second. You know, a second long fuck, and you said that for 125 seconds, yeah, about a minute and a half, just hearing fuck for a minute and a half straight. I mean, it. I would hope it would start to turn into a song or something if it's going to repeat that much, but no. And I wanted to make like a montage of every time they said that, but man, it, that would have taken that would have taken some time. But uh, I, uh, <laughs> it was just an interesting little thing I noticed about that movie. They just yeah, that's just a lot. 125 of them things. Uh, I, in a way, it does make me want to take a, that point, just because I, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't ever pay attention to the writing of a movie or anything, but it's, I'm just like, man, that's kind of like poor writing in a way. I just don't. It just seemed too unnecessary. Like that's the first movie I've just ever noticed that it was just unnecessary. But for the most, it's not really a big deal. The movie is still good. It is still a good movie. Um, besides that, but you know, for people who don't like cuss words, yeah, this is full of them. It'll be. I, I doubt they'll ever play that on TV. You know, that's Netflix. I think that's our Netflix original. I think, anyways. But overall, it was a pretty good movie, though. It was a good, I liked the the storyline to me. Like it, that was original with mixing in everything, and it's in Los Angeles. You know, it's modern, so it 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 worked. They did pretty. They they did well with that. Well, I guess that seems to be about it for this episode. Unless y'all want to hear about my balls some more. Well, I doubt it. I said enough about them, anyways. But you guys should get y'all checked out every now and then.
<laughs> I don't even really think you can get your balls checked out like that. It's not just going in and getting a physical. I don't think you can actually just get your balls checked. You just get a you get your balls checked for a hernia. But uh I don't think there's no such thing as just a ball checkup. I wonder if you wrote that on there uh, on the reason <laughs> the reason why you would go to the doctor's care. I was like I need a ball checkup or testicle checkup. Like sir, there's no such thing. Well, should be. Anyways, uh, well, yeah, I guess I'm said that's going to be it for this episode of PG Spoilers on the movie Bright. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, you don't care about language or whatever. and It's 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 whatever. Uh, you know, but it's still a pretty good movie. I like how they did that. And the thing with the wand, I like how they made the wand. Had looked like a, I mean, like a, well, a crystal when it was lit up, but it didn't, it looked kind of like more like a bone or something sharp bone or something when it's not lit up uh but that little bit of magic that we did get, i mean well we actually didn't see that much magic but it the i think the i liked also the the sound the sound design i guess part of that too when the dude grabbed it when the cops grabbed it uh he was saying like it was like ice cold and it's just like that sound that was coming off of it it's like oh yeah you could you just hear the 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 power radiating off of it, and uh, yeah. Anyways, yep, that is pretty much it for this episode. So I will not see you guys later. I will speak to y'all later. Yeah, that's it. All right, thanks for listening, guys. I am Basehead Hex. Later. Later.